Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode 46. So today's topic is going to be slow down, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. But before we get to that, I'll just share the best bite that I had. So it's um, my Irishman's birthday and we have got him a new wood-fired pizza oven for the outdoor barbecue cooking with fire extravaganza area, which is amazing. It's this like Italian thing. It just gets up to 400 degrees Celsius, like which is like insanely hot, like a pizza oven. It is pizza oven. Um, and so of course, the boys had pizza. But the thing that I really loved was um, we roasted some, after we cooked pizza, we let the oven cool down a bit and then roasted some chicken, um, just drumsticks that I'd marinated in some yogurt and tomato and some spices. And so they were like, it was kind of a little bit like tandoori chicken, but with a more Middle Eastern spicing. And then we roasted some zucchini from the garden in it, which I just, and with a an lemon and just finished that off with mint. And it was just so good and just served it with a little bit of miso mayonnaise. And it was yum. So excited about many more um, cooking with fire, outdoor cooking experiences. Okay, so plan for today is first we're going to talk about like why we're doing this episode. So like why eating slowly matters. Then we'll talk about the mindset of eating slowly. Then we'll go through the actual how-to of slowing down. And I've got some bonus tips for you and we'll wrap it up with a key takeaway. So why eating slowly matters. For me, the number one reason I think it's important and the number of reason I'm always I'm telling talking to my clients coaching clients about this in the naturally healthy club is that when you slow down you get more pleasure. <laughs> so if you think about it like in your mouth like you've got taste buds pretty much on your tongue. I think there are some in other parts of the mouth can't remember, but yeah, it's mostly on your tongue. And so if you're like shoveling in big quantities of food, if you just think about it, the actual amount of food that's getting exposed to your taste buds is really small compared to if you have half a bite that. So it's like there's a surface area component to it. And so the more food you're shoving in your mouth, the less is actually touching, touching your taste buds. So the less you're actually experiencing the flavor of that food. Um, and then plus there's also, you know, if you've really, if your mouth's really full, you've got that awkward, you know, able to experience the textural differences as well. So for me, like really, that's enough. I think like the reason this matters is because it's going to take make it make food taste better. Like you're going to enjoy it more, and of course there are some other benefits. So the second reason is that it just makes it easier to stop when you're satisfied and you avoid overeating. Because if you're rushing, you're shoveling, you're not paying as much attention to like the whole sensations, and then it's easy to rush past when you feel satisfied and go into that overeating, and then you feel really gross afterwards. And I think we've all done that. We've like woofed something down and then gone, oh, that was a mistake. Um, so yeah, definitely like makes it so much easier to stop when you're satisfied. And the other thing, reason eating slowly matters is that you get better digestion. So digestion actually starts in the mouth and there we have 
you know, teeth and we're meant to chew our food for a reason. And that and it's actually when the saliva interacts with the food that that's where digestion starts. So when you're rushing and you're skipping, you're not chewing your food thoroughly, you're actually making it harder for the rest of your like for your stomach and the rest of your digestive system to do its job because the teeth and the saliva haven't had their chance to act properly. Plus, like the other reason is that eating slowly is way more fun. So there we go. If I haven't got you with the pleasure, like seriously, what are you even listening to a podcast called Joyful Eating? (laughs) Anyway, so yes, of course, everyone knows eating slowly is definitely, there's a lot of benefits to it. So let's now talk about, before we go into the how-to stuff, like let's just look at the mindset of eating slowly. And if we take a step back, like why do we rush? And generally like rushing comes from scarcity. So it comes from the thought that there's either not enough food, so I've got to get this in quickly, otherwise I'm going to miss out, or you know, there's not enough time. So you know, I'm trying to wolf this down so I can get back to work. And so you really want to be careful about the story that you have about yourself and the speed at which you eat. And some people, like I've heard them say, like, I'm really efficient eater. I'm a fast eater. And they just like own those labels like it's set in stone. And the thing is that it isn't like just because you've eaten, you can eat fast and that you can eat be efficient doesn't mean that you need to continue that story or that you need to continue being that person. And I actually think it's really helpful to just take some time and think about like, you know, what is your story that you currently have around the speed that you're eating? And, you know, maybe it's something that you don't do consciously, but maybe it is a conscious thing. But just question, is that really helping me? And if it isn't, just know that you can choose a new story about yourself and your um, and the speed at which you eat. So your new story might be, you know, I have an abundance of time to enjoy my meals because really, you know, having an abundance of time that just that feels so luxurious, doesn't it? And that you know feels like I'm a much more wealthy, time wealthy person than like I'm a fast eater. Like so, that example may not resonate with you, but just think about like what's a story that you could tell yourself or a thought that you could have about yourself that's going to make you want to slow down and enjoy your food. Um, So another thought that can be helpful here is, you know, there's more to overcome that like scarcity of food thought is just to remind yourself there's more than enough food here or there's more than there'll be more than enough food in my future. You know, there's plenty of food to go around, just reminding ourselves that we're not living in a food scarcity situation. And then the, another thought that I think is really helpful is just to remind yourself, this will taste better when I take my time. Because by just reminding yourself, actually, I'm going to be better off if I slow down, then it's a no-brainer. Like you'll, def, you'll, you'll, it, you'll naturally just want to slow down because you're reminding your brain of the benefit that you're going to get from it. So this mindset stuff, super, super important. Um, It may seem like a bit crazy, but those thoughts, they're what's really driving the behavior to eat quickly. So if you want to change your behavior, you need to look at those thoughts and change the thoughts and choose and just, or just choose new thoughts that are going to serve you. And that, that last one, this will taste better when I take my time is probably all you need. Okay. So now let's talk about the actual how to of slowing down. So like any change that you want to make, first of all, you just want to decide or you know, just set the intention that yes, I'm going to eat slowly. And really you, we could stop there. You're just deciding is often enough that, yep, I'm going to eat slowly and that's all there is to it. 
But if you want some more, we can. We'll, we'll, I've got more, more, more ideas for you. So then, the the next thing you want to do is focus on the food. So remove distractions. So you know, if you're eating, like turn off the TV, put your phone away. Like we have no phones at the table policy. Music's okay, but and this is optional. Like I know some people have a lot of resistance around removing distractions. So if that's you, then just know you you don't have to do the remove distractions. Part. I prefer to because it enables me to focus on the food better. But don't think that because you don't want to remove distractions, don't make that a barrier. So you can still sit in front of the TV and eat and eat slowly. So that's an optional one. Um, and then the next thing is just get into the habit of putting your cutlery down between bites. So this gives you like some physical thing to just set the cadence of your meal. And all it is is, so when you've got food in your mouth, instead of loading up the fork with the next mouthful, you just want to just if you've not got food in your mouth, just check and then just put your cutlery down. Chew that food, enjoy the food, think about the food and think about that bite and really experience it. And then once you've swallowed, then pick your cutlery up and get the next mouthful ready. And just having that little habit, like working on that little physical habit of putting the cutlery down in between bites can really like make a huge difference to how long it takes you to eat. Then the next thing you want to do is like just take some time to pause and breathe. So, because we can kind of like inhale our, our whole meal all in one go. So just, you know, just when you when you think about it, when it feels natural, just, you know, take it, put the cutlery down, you know, sometimes sit back in my chair and, you know, just look around. If you're eating with people, like just check in with, are they enjoying things? Like check in with them sit back in your chair and then you can re-engage with the food and, and keep going. But I, I do that a couple of times during the meal just to have a bit of a stretch break and that that also like sets a nice cadence. So yeah, pausing can be really, really helpful. Um, and one of my clients, Sarah, she has like this three-pause meal. So she pauses before she starts the meal to like remind herself about eating slowly and setting the intention. Then she'll pause like when she's about halfway through just to check in and see how she's feeling and then pauses you know, when she gets close to the end as well. So yeah, pausing whenever you feel the urge to pause and you can do it, pause as many times as you like and come back to the food. It's really up to you to play around with that. And then just final tip is just to remind yourself, have this thought, like this will taste better when I take my time. So you can say that just reminding yourself whenever you notice yourself rushing, just you know, remember that you can choose again at any moment and that just remind yourself, yeah, it's actually going to be better when I take my time. And then my bonus tips for you is, you just to start slowly. You don't have to do this all at once and just choose one meal a day to experiment with and just see how it feels. And do you enjoy the food more? Like, am I telling the truth here? Um, is it, does it make a difference for you? And then you know, just knowing that the more you do this, the easier it will become like any skills. So the more you practice, it's a really great way to make any change happen. Another tip, bonus tip is to make sure you're removing food competition from your environment. So if you've got children, like make sure that it isn't that, you know, whoever finishes first gets the net, gets the second helping. Like make sure that the it feels even and that there aren't any prizes for finishing first. So however you set that that up in your environment, like make sure that if someone's taking their time that they don't miss out. And it's up to you to kind of figure figure that out. And particularly, you know, with leftovers and things, like, you know, just making sure that it's evenly distributed. 
Uh, and then an- another bonus tip is like, just th- ask yourself, like, how can I make this fun? Like, I've actually been thinking that we should do, like, have chopsticks week where we eat all our meals with chopsticks because that's a skill, like, that, of course, you know, we're not as good at using chopsticks as we are as our, with our cutlery. So that's going to slow us down. Another thing you can do to make it fun is like to set a timer of like, I'm going to enjoy this meal for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever, and actually just have your timer and, and eat with the timer. Um, and another thing to play around that can be fun to play around with is like just do, doing little experiments, like do little, um, you know, see how it feels when you have different bite sizes. If you put a really big bite in your mouth, how does that feel? If you have a small bite in your mouth, how does that feel? I got the boys to do an experiment where they had two pieces of chocolate, one that they had to eat as fast as they could, and then the other one to eat as slowly as they could. And just to notice how that experience of enjoying the chocolate changed when they changed the speed at which they were eating it. And yeah, like my final thing is just, there's not, no need to make yourself wrong. Like this can be an ingrained habit that can take a while. So if you notice, just whenever you notice yourself rushing, um, just just remember that you can just choose again, just go pause. Well, that's right. You know, it's actually going to be better if I slow down and do that. And even today, like I've been practicing eating solely for a really long time and occasionally it'll be dinner time and I'll be ravenous and I'll be like chowing into it. And then I go, oh, hang on. <laughs> I don't need to do this. And just when I've, I have a bit of a joke with myself and it, it's, it's not a problem. So a key takeaway is that really, you know, one of the best habits you can cultivate to enjoy your food more and reduce overeating is to do this thing of slowing down. And all it takes is just being intentional and practicing and just reminding yourself of this thought, the key thought of, you know, this will taste better when I take my time. Okay, have a beautiful week. And if you found this helpful, please share it. Tell someone you love about joyful eating so we can get more people slowing down and getting more food pleasure in the world. Okay, I'll catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed joyful eating, subscribe to the podcast. And I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.